Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home an auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hello, Grinders, and welcome back to the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mangone. Here to break down the games for you guys. Uh, you know, I love Tuesday slates. Uh, I love Friday slates. These are the, some of the best slates of the year, guys. We had 15 game slates. Uh, excited to kind of break it down and talk about it with you guys. So let's dive right in and really look at this slate. It's uh, it's definitely not the easiest slate. Uh, you know, looking at it first look, I was kind of like, man, pitching is not going to be the easiest on this slate. I think there's a lot of different routes we can go. So let's kind of get started and dive right in. Uh, first game up, we got the Chicago White Sox. We got the New York Yankees. This is a 10 total here with James Shields and Lance Lynn. And I mean, first look is, hey, you see Lance Lynn on the mound there, and this is just a perfect spot for him, right? Uh, Lance Lynn is not a pitcher that I like to roster often, but he gets a team like the White Sox, who, yeah, they get a nice ballpark upgrade from Yankee Stadium in, or from the, you know, the Chicago White Sox Stadium into Yankee Stadium. That's obviously going to help out some of those lefties, but this is a phenomenal spot for Lance Lynn with the, for strikeouts uh, against this righty-heavy team that has struggled a ton with right-handed pitchers. This is a perfect perfect spot for Lance Lynn to dominate. The thing you have to worry about with Lance Lynn a little bit here, though, is the uh, blow-up potential, though, as well. Uh, it's it's either going to be really good or really bad against the White Sox. That's kind of how it works. So I think Lance Lynn, he's going to be a guy that I look to roster. I think the price is right to 8.1K on FanDuel, DraftKings 7.8K, and 15.4K. I think you want to be overweight on him against the White Sox. So have an implied total of 3.77. This just seems like too good of a spot to pass up. You know, watered down lineup with no Jose Abreu. I just think it's worth really looking at Lance Lynn and making him uh, you know, a guy that you want to put in your player pool and be a guy you want to be overweight on in tournaments on this slate. On the opposite side, let's look at James Shields. We all know James Shields, not a good pitcher, a guy that we are not even worrying about at all. Like, don't play him on this slate. Uh, not a guy to look to. I think you can play some Yankees bats here. Probably my favorite bats are probably Stanton and Hicks for that the power upside that they have. Uh, don't hate Neil Walker. He's been hitting the ball better, and he's just a cheap option that could help make the stack work. Uh, this is a team where I'm, if I'm playing it, I'm probably stacking it up where I'm just taking like the you know one through four really just staying towards the top of the order not getting too crazy with this lineup uh James Shields has found a way to get it done this year in random spots and uh yeah he could find a way to just like be a magician and get it done but I, I think getting some Yankees exposure is a good idea and Vegas agrees to 6.23 implied total it does have a very high total but I do think there's other offenses I prefer rather than the Yankees but I do think they are a good play on this slate Next game up, we have the Toronto Blue Jays, the Baltimore Orioles, and this game has a 9.5 total with Thomas Pannon, or Pannon, I don't know how to say his name, uh, against Josh Rogers. And I looked up these guys, you know, Pannon, he's a guy uh, I just don't think I'm going to play. I get it. The offense in the Orioles is one that you can definitely target, but it's a very ready-heavy team against a lefty, and he had a good outing the first time out, but I don't know. I just don't think he's worth the price, and uh, there's just better options I'd rather play. Like, I'd find the money up for Lance Lynn instead it was a better matchup. So I don't think I'm going to go that route with him. Don't think that's too necessary. 
On the opposite side, Josh Rogers, if you can play him, I don't think he's available on the sites, but he just got called up from Triple uh, A. First start in the bigs, I don't think this is the spot to do it, right? Blue just have a 5.15 implied total. This just doesn't seem like a, like a good idea. Also, Vegas kind of thinks the Orioles are going to get some runs too, right? A 4.35 implied total is not something you see from the Orioles too often. So uh, worth noting, this is definitely a game where I think we're expecting more of the bats uh, to, to uh, you know, get it done. So let's kind of look at them. Uh, on the Blue Jays side of the ball against Rodgers, I mean, Gurriel seems like he could be a really good cheap value throughout the industry. Uh, DraftKings 4.2K is expensive, and 8K fantasy draft is, is a little pricey, but FanDuel uh, 2.6K is nice. Travis is 2.4K over there travis on DraftKings 3.6k on fantasy draft 7.7k then you got morales who's been crushing the ball finally didn't hit a home run he's a little too overpriced for my liking i'm gonna stay away i'd rather go to justin smoke who is a lot cheaper than him he's about like a thousand dollars cheaper so i'll play smoke over morales and then uh yeah gertrude he's perfectly fine tiasco hernandez i think is a nice interesting one-off option uh, or uh, just a way to make your uh blue jay stack different towards the bottom who can crush left-handed pitching so uh, that's kind of how i'd play the blue jays Let's go on and look at the Orioles side of the ball and uh, looking at some of the value over on FanDuel first. Um, yeah, I mean, these guys are priced up a little more than they have been. I mean, I guess Mancini is an interesting option, someone I'd be considering at 2.8, but I just, I don't know. I don't like these prices that much on these guys. Uh, I just think there's better options instead. I don't think the value is amazing on them. Uh, VR's been playing great. He's 3.2K, but I think there's other ways that spend my money at second base. I just go cheaper to Devin Travis. Uh, yeah, so I don't really like too many Orioles there on FanDuel. DraftKings... I mean, I get it. Like, Adam Jones is 3.8K, which is a really cheap price tag. But again, I don't think I need to be going that route. And same thing on Fantasy Draft. I don't really like any of these prices over here. That about wraps up that game. Let's move on to the next one. We have the Washington Nationals. The Philadelphia Phillies is a seven total here with Max Scherzer against Aaron Nola. And I mean, my first look at this was thinking, hey, uh, this is a perfect spot for Max Scherzer. Like, I just feel like I should lock and load him in uh, very easy. But, you know, thinking about it more with the... With the price on him, it is expensive. 12K on FanDuel, uh, 12.6K on DraftKings isn't as expensive, and then 24.6K on Fantasy Draft. It's definitely not as easy of just a plug and play and move on, in my opinion. I mean, 3.42 implied uh, total for the Phillies is definitely uh, you know a little worrisome. And on top of that, like the Philadelphia Phillies, man, like their offense got a lot better. I mean, I'm not saying this offense is, uh, you know, the best in the league now, but it's definitely improved from uh, the trades that they made. So, I mean, Max is probably the guy at this point. I could see getting talked off going into other areas if you think a guy is cheaper. Like, if you kind of want to look at some of the salaries here on uh, a guy like Carrasco, for instance. Looking at his price, his FanDuel price is... Trying to find it now. Um... Where'd it go? Oh, there it is. Uh, Fandle price is 10K. Like, there's a 2K difference. Uh, depends if that, you know, money actually matters to you. And it's a great matchup against the Twins. Uh, you know, on DraftKings, again, it's a $2,300 difference. That's a big uh, big gap there. So, have to obviously consider that a little bit. And then on Fantasy Draft, it's a almost like a $5,000 difference. And it's, again, Twins matchup, not a good Twins team. Uh, there's a lot of upside here for them. It's just also worth noting, you know, going up against a guy like Aaron Nola uh, could be hard to get the win. Uh, and, and I don't know. The Nationals just are not playing for anything, it seems like, at this point. Uh, so I don't know. I think it's a lot closer of a debate between Carrasco and Scherzer than maybe people will think throughout the day. But uh, I, I don't know which way I'm leaning so far. But those are obviously the top two guys. I love Scherzer from a raw points perspective. He's my top pitcher for that from, from that perspective. 
expected, but if you look at it from a point per dollar, Carrasco is right there. Uh, he makes it very close and interesting. So uh, Philadelphia Phillies, though, that lineup, there are some strikeouts in it. There are just, it's gotten a little better, obviously, adding like a guy like Estrubal Cabrera in there. That obviously has helped the lineup out a lot. All right, so let's move on from Max now and kind of talk about the guy on the opposite side. That's Aaron Nola. Phenomenal pitcher. Uh, it's just not the easiest matchup, right? Uh, and the price, too, it's expensive. Uh, 11.2K on FanDuel, 10.6K on DraftKings, and 20.7K over on Fantasy Draft. I'd rather play Carlos Carrasco, who's coming up next against the Twins. I do not want to be targeting this Nationals offense. I mean, the Nationals are a very good offense. It just seems like an unnecessary spot to do this. Look at this lineup. Still, despite them trading guys away, they have Eaton, Turner, Harper, Rendon, Soto, Zimmerman. I mean, this is a loaded lineup, so... I'm definitely staying away from Nola. I get he has tournament winning upside, but I do not think it's necessary to go that route on this slate. Let's kind of talk about some of the hitters in this game. And seven total here. I really don't think there's any hitters that we have to be targeting. Looking at these pitchers, it just seems like it's pointless. Uh, no need to take any guys as one-offs. I, th- I say you just stay away from them at-, at this time. So no need to play hitters in this game. Let's move on and talk about the next pitcher. We got the Minnesota Twins, the Cleveland Indians, eight and a half total here with Kyle Gibson and Carlos Carrasco. And I love Carlos Carrasco in this spot. This is a phenomenal spot against his Twins team. It's not a good Twins lineup. Uh, you know, sure, they, you know, having Sano in there and, like, adding Logan Forsythe for trade, that helped him a little bit, but it's just an ugly lineup all around. Uh, so there's some upside here for sure. You have to like uh, targeting this Twins offense here, 3.3. Three implied total. Uh, yeah, the weather is definitely good conditions. That's the one thing to worry about with Carrasco. A little, you know, it's 86 degrees, and the wind's blowing out uh, about 13 miles an hour. So that has me slightly worried, but I do like Carrasco in this spot. I think he's someone that we have to be looking to target. I won't be playing any Twins bats, and that's totally unnecessary here. Opposite side, we got Kyle Gibson, and I normally love playing the Indians. Uh, well, let me not love playing the Indians, but I normally love their their them as a whole. I'm like, okay, they're always a good team. They're always something that you want to play. I just never have the money to spend on them. That's kind of the problem, and I kind of feel like I'm in the same spot here again. Uh, I want to play the Indians against Gibson, but uh, you know they're just really pricey, and you know I try and kind of look for a way to not play the Indians often. And uh, one thing I'm going to do is I'm just going to say Kyle Gibson has been pretty good this season. But when I see the Indians at home, that's when I'm like, I need to be looking to play them. They seem like a team that you have to kind of roster at home because of how many runs they're putting up compared to the road. And uh, with Kyle Gibson on the mound, it's kind of got me uh, shying away a little bit. But uh, this is a phenomenal offense to roster today. I do think that they are a really good roster. So if you you know want to spend up on the Indians, go ahead and spend up. They're definitely a good play. Uh, that one through nine is phenomenal. So uh, get your exposure to them on this slate. Not playing any Twins bats, like I said, so I guess we can move on to the next game. We got the Milwaukee Brewers. We got the Cincinnati Reds. This is a 9.5 total here with Junior Guerrera and Anthony Descalfani. And, uh, man, when Brewers and the Reds get together, it always seems like it is an absolute shootout. Like, every single time. So, man, I'm definitely thinking the overhits on this game with Guerrera and Descalfani in here. Uh, Descalfani, he's had some, you know, he's had some strikeout upside a little bit this year, but he has had his struggles. And there's a lot of good lefties in this lineup that can really take advantage of him and some just good bats in general so i like the brewers bats here they have a 4.92 implied total if you can spend on this offense you should i think they are a good stack on this slate that you should get some exposure to so make sure to play some brewer stacks if you're making 150 lineups or even 20 lineups brewer stack is one i would definitely get some exposure to 
On the opposite side now, we got uh, Anthony Descalfani, and man, he has had, uh, or not Anthony Descalfani, we have um, uh, Junior Guerrera, and uh, Guerrera is a guy that we definitely, you know, can target here, especially with lefties. Kind of similar to uh, Descalfani, he's had his struggles with lefties, same thing with Guerrera. Looking at the numbers here, 345 Woba, ISO at 194. Uh, this is a guy that definitely we can target up uh, with the left-handed side of the plate, and if you look at this Reds lineup, it's pretty lefty-heavy, right? It's, it's a good spot to do it at. You get a guy like Scooter Jeanette. You get, uh, you know, Billy Hamilton. Shebler, he'll be in there. I mean, there's some good lefties in here that could definitely take advantage of him. And also, you have Eugenio Suarez, who can hit anyone. It really doesn't matter. So uh, guys like, you know, Jeanette, Suarez, and Shebler might be the best route to go, going with, like, a three-man stack of those, like, the three, four, and five. I think that's the smartest thing you want to do with this lineup. So say you're making, like, a Brewer stack with, like, a game stack with the Reds. I would kind of go Jeanette as my you know, Jeanette, Suarez, and Shebler. I'd throw those uh, those three in there, and then I'd kind of fill in the Brewers' bat. So that's kind of the best way to go with that game. It's definitely uh, definitely a game that you can uh, load up on. Even, like, maybe throw in Tucker Barnhart if you don't want to play, like, Suarez and want to play Mustakis at third base. You could do that. Uh, this is just a game that's going to have a lot of hitting in. So uh, I like this Brewers-Reds game. Make sure to get some exposure to it on this slate. Next game up, uh, we got the Mar- Miami Marlins, the Boston Red Sox. We got Jose Urena against Brian Johnson. This is a 10 total here, and I think this is the offense of the day, the offense to load up on, the Boston Red Sox against Urena. Uh, Urena is going to struggle a ton here in this spot. Uh, this is just too good of a spot to pass up on. You have Urena going from a ballpark in Miami, which is normally better for uh, pitchers. Now he's going into a hitter's park. This could be an absolute disaster for him. Uh, I like loading up against Urena here. Uh, one of my favorite plays is going to be Mitch Moreland, just because he's really cheap. Uh, you know, on FanDuel, you get him at 3.1K. Uh, DraftKings, you get him at... Let's see, 4.5K. So it is a discount from these other guys, you know, about like a 1.5K from Betts and Martinez, who obviously I love. It's just, do I have the money for him? That's kind of the debate. Uh, but love Moreland. He's my like cheaper guy that I'm trying to get my exposure to. Uh, you know, Ben Nintendi, Betts and Martinez, if you can get exposure to him, great. Bogarts, he's a fine play too. But again, uh, if I'm going to spend that like 5K on DraftKings on Bogarts, I'm probably just finding $300 more for Ben Nintendi or finding ways to get up to Betts and Martinez instead. Uh, just don't want to prioritize a Bogarts spends compared to those outfielders i'd rather prioritize those guys as spends but if i already have you know the one through four then i'll throw bogarts in if i have the money and i'm going cheap that's perfectly fine the bottom of the order you know you have to find a way to kind of mix and match it uh, i think it's a good way to go ian kinsler has been hitting the ball a little better so i don't hate him but i like probably jackie bradley jr as my wraparound stack guy of anyone uh, that's probably the route i'll end up going if you force me to pick or i'll go like maybe swihart i don't hate uh brock Holt's probably the guy i really don't want to play though Let's talk about the Marlins side of the ball. They get Brian Johnson. Uh, you know, he's got a price tag of 7K on DraftKings, FanDuel 5.9K, and Fantasy Draft 13.6K. And you see the Marlins and their terrible offense, and it's like, hey, uh, don't we want to stream pitchers against the Marlins for the season? But I, I just don't think Brian Johnson is a guy to do that with. Uh, I don't think he'll go long enough. I just don't think there's enough upside with the Marlins offense uh, with a guy like Johnson. Sure, if it was like Max Scherzer, yeah, there's upside because of the K upside he can have. But Johnson doesn't have that kind of K upside. I just think it's unnecessary. No thanks. I will pass pass on him let's kind of go and uh talk about the next game so i don't think i want to play any hitters as well on the marlin side um let's talk about the tampa bay rays atlanta braves eight and a half total here with ryan stanick and uh, julio Teheron. and uh Tejeron, i think is a solid tournament option that you can be considering uh you know he has upside in almost any matchup uh it's just a matter if he's gonna get hit hard and uh yeah the rays can hit him hard there it's possible but uh it, it's a spot where it, 
Tehran can definitely get it done in a tournament. So I think you take a shot on it, you know, if he's going to be like, let's say 5%, either go even with the field at 5% or go like 7.5%, right? I, I don't want to go too overweight on Tehran, but I think he's a good play though in this spot in tournaments. So not a cash game guy for me, but uh, 8.3K on FanDuel, DraftKings, you get him at uh, 8.2K and then Fantasy Draft, 16.1K. I think he's a, a good tournament option to be considering on this slate. On the opposite side, I'm not considering the Rays, uh, you know, pitching situation. I just don't mess with it. I have not been doing it all season long. Not going to start now. And I really don't like any bats really in this game. I uh, just don't think I want to target these Braves bats in the uh, bullpen type games. Uh, it's just annoying. Uh, bullpen games are ones I'm, I'm trying to stay away from. I think it's a better route to go rather than, uh, you know, just target it up. Next game up, we got a uh, you know pretty good pitcher here in Jacob Degrom. We got the New York Mets, Chicago uh, Cubs, nine total here. And like I said, Degrom against Cole Hamels. And uh, the problem with Degrom here is, and we haven't seen this all season. Have you seen Degrom with a 4.73 implied total against him with the Cubs? Uh, that's definitely worrisome, and it's because of the wind, right? Uh, it's going to be 88 degrees, wind blowing out, 12 miles an hour. I just think it's a spot where I stay away from DeGrom, and I'm not going to lie, I probably stay away from the Cubs too. I just don't think I need to be playing any Cubs bats. The only way you can really talk me into a Cubs bat, I think, is if you kind of like just see a price that's too cheap, like, and he gets like a really good lineup spot. Like, let's say Wilson Contreras randomly is batting like cleanup, right? He's 6.6K on Fantasy Draft. I wouldn't hate that. Maybe I'd throw him in the infield, Uh, you know. I just, I don't know, uh, like same with DraftKings, right? 3.4 can of Contreras if he gets a good lineup spot, maybe, but I don't know. I just don't think this is like a game to target up. Uh, the prices are right on on um, on DraftKings, I will say. They priced them right. Like Daniel Murphy is only 3.9K. Uh, that's very intriguing. Javi Baez, 4.4K. Rizzo, 4.3K. They got the price uh uh, discount because they're going up against a guy like DeGrom so that is worth noting obviously I don't know I just don't think I want to be targeting DeGrom he's been like the best pitcher this season I just think it's unnecessary on Fandle to talk about some prices Ben Zobris is 2.9k um yeah that's fine uh but I just don't think I need, need to spend my money that way there's better guys I'd rather go you know Contreras is 2.5 I'll talk about if he gets a good lineup spot maybe him but again like I just don't think that targeting uh you know taking any cubs and targeting Degrom and taking Degrom is a good idea on this slate i just think it's a good pass spot on the outside cole hamels he's been a lot better uh since he's changed teams uh you know he was even pretty solid this season just finding a way to get it done i just don't think i need to play too many mets here like maybe i'll play like a flores as a one-off or like a todd frazier as a one-off uh or rosario at the top who has a good uh price around the industry but that's kind of about it really not looking to stack up the mets here more so looking at them as those one-off options towards the top of the lineup those righties to kind of summarize that game uh it just it seems like a really good like game just to stay away from today uh, even though the wind is blowing out and i normally want to target those games i just don't know uh, it doesn't seem like a good spot to go to so i'm gonna pass on that let's kind of go on to the next game we have the los angeles dodgers the texas rangers 11 total here with walker bueller and ariel gerardo and uh you know i like walker bueller and normally i like to play the rangers against righties but this is probably a pass for me on a lot of these rangers bats uh you know it's 4.47 implied total. I just don't think, uh, you know, the Rangers are in that great of a spot here. Uh, sure, the weather's great, 95 degrees outside, but Walker Real is a really good pitcher. I just don't think I need to really go that route with any Texas bats. Like, I mean, Mazzara is only 3K. It's a crazy price tag on him. Beltre is only 2.6, and, uh, you know, those are FanDuel prices. Andrus is 2.8K. Those are nice prices. Um, 
DraftKings, same thing, like Andrus 3.3K, Mazzara 3.9, Beltre 3.4. Those are really nice prices on those guys, but I just don't think going Rangers or Bats is the right way. Uh, I do think Dodgers are going to be very chalky. Going to be the right route to go on this slate, like Jock Peterson on FanDuel, way too cheap. I'm definitely playing Jock. Uh, seems like a good play. Brian Dozier, he's only 3-3. Have to like that price. Machado's 4-3, Turner 4-1. Good spend-up options for sure. Bellinger, he's uh, you know 3.9K. That's, you know, whatever. It seems expensive, but I don't care. It's a 6.5 total against a bad pitcher in Gerardo. Uh, 11 run total here. This is too good of a spot here. So have to like these guys, uh, you know, looking at the DraftKings prices on them. Uh, Bellinger, Machado, Turner, all above 5K for good reasons there. And offensively, you want to get some exposure to. Jock Peterson, he's 4.7K, definitely in a good spot. Dozier, 4.4K is the cheapest guy. If he's in that five ball, I think he's going to be a very chalky option that people play. All in all, you have to like the Dodgers offense. Uh, I think they're in too good of a spot. And then uh, let's talk about fantasy drafts prices. Um, Same thing. Dozier's the cheapest guy. Uh, All those other one through four are going to be good bats. And like, Obviously, there's guys at the bottom of the that you can mix and match with. I think the guy that I would go with is Grandal to be different. Uh, him or Muncie are the two guys I would end up going with uh, over Puig and Taylor. So, yeah, that's kind of it. Dodgers, they're going to be one of the chalkier teams in the day for a good reason. Uh, if you have the money to spend on them, make sure to spend up. They're going to probably crush Dorado in this spot. And they've been hitting the ball a lot better recently. Next game up, Oakland A's, and we got the Houston Astros, 8.5 total here with Edwin Jackson and Charlie Morton. And uh, Charlie Morton, I think, is a really great tournament option today. 18.6K on Fantasy Draft, DraftKings 9.5K, 8.9K on FanDuel. I just think it's a really good spot for Morton. The price is right on Morton. The matchup's right on Morton. It just seems like too good of a spot to really just ignore. In tournaments, I think he could be like the tournament winning pitcher. He's a guy I'd make sure I'm overweight on. Whatever you think his percentage is going to be, say he thinks it's going to be 5%, I kind of want to be like 15% on him uh, if, he, if it's that low. You know, if he's like you know, 10% or 15%, then maybe I'll go like double. But uh, I'm thinking of possibly being triple the field on him. Morton, I just think, is in too good of a spot here against the A's. Has too good of a price tag where you can kind of get in like that big offense like the Dodgers and pair it up with Morton and like it just makes everything work and you can get it with another competent offense. So I love love Morton in this spot. I think he is a phenomenal tournament option. Not a cash game guy as much for me, but uh, I do think he's someone that I'm going to be considering against this A's offense. We know can strike out a ton. Uh, I'm going to pull up the numbers now just to kind of talk about it here real quick. Also worth noting, it is in a pitcher's park, so I wanted to mention that. Uh, being in Houston, uh, that obviously helps him too. But uh, yeah, looking at the A's numbers, you know, they do strike out a ton, uh, you know, about 22% of the time right now with this lineup. Uh, you know, it, it's numbers here on Morton, 3.43 XFIP, K percentage at 29.7%. I mean, he's keeping the ISO down for the most part. The problem has been against lefties. And, you know, uh, we talk about how, uh, you know, the lefties on this team, like you got Olsen and Jed Lowry, they're obviously good hitters, Martini, but they're pretty righty heavy. So uh, this could be a spot where uh, Morton, if the ball is spinning, he could absolutely dominate. Hopefully he doesn't walk too many guys he has struggled with the walks at 9.3 percent but i do think this is a spot where morton could absolutely dominate so like him a lot as a tournament option someone that i'm going to be considering won't be really considering edwin jackson on the opposite side sure at the start of the year he found a way to get it done don't know how but he has a 5.00 xfit this season against a really good astros offense do not play edwin jackson uh it's a bad idea uh definitely get your some exposure to some astros bats uh, i think uh you know it's getting a lot healthier of a lineup yet springer bregman altuve correa i mean this lineup is getting better uh do think that this is a team that you can stack up if you want as well Next game up has some weather concerns, but it's the Detroit Tigers. It's the Kansas City Royals. Nine total here with Matt Boyd and Jacob Junis. 
And yeah, I just don't know if I really want to play him in this game. Uh, you know, Boyd is a guy that he, he's found a way to get it done enough this season. I don't really like playing Royals that much. If I play any Royal, it's probably Salvador Perez or like Whit Merrifield and kind of call it a day. So uh, I'm really passing on the Royals. I don't like playing them. And I think Boyd can just do enough to, you know, make the Royals irrelevant enough and make Boyd not that great of a play because there's not a lot of upside against the Royals. Let's look on the opposite side, uh, you know, Jacob Junis. Uh, I just don't like him either. Uh, I do like playing, uh, you know, the Tigers when they're against left-handed pitchers rather than right-handed. So we have a righty here. I just don't think it's necessary to play this game, and I'm just going to kind of fade this game all around. Uh, hoping the weather just kind of, you know, messes it up enough where no one really plays it and everyone ignores it on the slate because I just don't think it's necessary at all. Uh, I don't want to get burned by it because Junis is not that great of a pitcher either, and Boyd's not that great, and I don't want something stupid to happen where I'm annoyed. So I'm hoping this game just doesn't play and the weather kind of gets in the way, and we can move on. Uh, so because this this is a game that I will get zero exposure to on this slate. Next game up, we have the Pittsburgh Pirates. We have the St. Louis Cardinals. This is an eight total here with Ivan Nova and Jack Flaherty. And uh, yeah, Nova's a guy. No chance I play. I'll definitely be playing some Matt Carpenter. He is a solid option here. I think the Cardinals offense is fine. I'm mainly looking at some guys as one-offs, like a Tyler O'Neill who's got some power and pop. DeJong, uh, you know, Matt Carpenter. Really don't want to go too crazy here with Cardinals. I think they're fine one-offs or a mini stack, but I'm not a team. I'm stacking up all the way. Kind of look at the opposite side with Jack Flaherty, though. This is a slate where pitching is not the easiest, right? There's some tough matchups too. Flaherty, again, this is not an easy matchup against the Pirates, but I do think Flaherty is a guy that we should be playing today. He has a ton of upside. He can show it. Uh, this Pirates lineup is not that good. Vegas agrees. 3.52 implied total. They shouldn't put up too many runs. I think Flaherty, again, he's kind of like Morton, a really good tournament option that people just might not be on that I want to be, uh, you know, double the field on, I think. Uh, his price tag is 20.3k over on fantasy draft on DraftKings, he's 10.4k FanDuel is 9.6k just seems like a really good pivot off a of guy like carrasco who in that 10k range could be the guy who gets the most ownership so uh, i kind of like flared here i think he's a really solid tournament option uh, let, let's kind of talk about the next game uh, i think that's it for the bats in that one let's get the colorado rockies los angeles angels eight and a half total here with kyle freeland against no uh, i guess it's no it's noe no uh ramirez freeland let's talk about him first he has been he's been pretty solid this year but he gets a tough angels lineup that has trout in it uh it's just a better lineup right now so i don't know i don't think i'm gonna be playing freeland here i don't think it's too necessary the angels offense again they're a team that doesn't strike out a ton too that's the one thing that they're they can keep the strikeouts down enough so i'm gonna kind of stay away i don't think it's too necessary here uh, against to play freeland i don't think it's necessary to really play too many angels bats too it's just one of those stay away spots for me let's kind of talk about ramirez here now and look at the numbers uh 4.31 x this season k percentage at 26.1 percent the walk rate at 8.7 percent uh there's obviously some upside here with the k percentage at 26.1 percent but he does have some issues with the woba against lefties 338 uh, against righties 337 uh then the iso against lefties 190 and then against righties 213 uh this is definitely a spot where he can give up the long ball and definitely struggle a ton but he has the upside and we know this uh rockies lineup is not as good on the road he is cheap 5.5k on fanduel DraftKings, he's 4-1 like 4-1 is insane right that's a really cheap price 8-1 rockies have a 4.51 implied total We're, we like the play guys that have strikeout upside like if i told you there's a guy he costs 4.1k on DraftKings and he has a 26 percent strikeout rate would you be interested in tournaments if it helps you get that red Sox lineup in or the, the, the dodgers 
I think you have to have some interest today. Uh, you know, you could probably pair it up with the top uh, arm, too, on top of that with, like, a Max Scherzer or Carlos Carrasco. I don't know if no Ramirez is going to be a guy playing my cash games, but again, like I said, the strikeouts are there. It's something to consider. So uh, Ramirez is interesting. Uh, not not one of my favorite plays of the slate, but I think he's someone to consider, and he's more of a tournament play in my opinion, just to help you get in that that big offense with you. Uh, you know, when you're stacking up like the Red Sox and Dodgers, they're pretty pricey, and I think Ramirez can help you do that. So I'm considering it a little bit in tournaments on this slate. Let's kind of talk about the uh, next game now. Don't think we need to talk about the Colorado Rockies. Bats, uh, we got the Seattle Mariners and San Diego Padres. Uh, this is a 8.5 total with Felix Hernandez and Jacob Nixon. I just think this is a good stay-away game. Uh, if you want to play the Mariners, sh- sure. I don't hate it. Uh, Nixon's not a guy I'm rostering. Uh, you can target him for sure. I think these Mariners bats are obviously good bats. But uh, I don't know. I just don't love them in this spot as much. Uh, there's better offenses in my opinion. So if you want to play the Mariners... I get it, but it's not something I'm going to do. On the opposite side, Felix Hernandez, he is cheaper on the industry. 5.5K, 6K, and then, uh, you know, 11.3K. Really cheap price tag on Hernandez. And he gets his Padres offense. And uh, if I told you all year, you know, you were having trouble with pitchers, but uh, you got, you know, raise against the uh, Padres always works. Uh, you'd say, yeah, sign me up. But it's Felix Hernandez. Uh, do you want to sign up for, for, Hel- for Felix Hernandez in this spot? I don't think I'm going to. I just think it's a better spot to stay away. There's some better cheap options to consider in some of these mid-tier guys instead. Uh, no Felix Hernandez for me. Uh, I get if you want to talk yourself into it, but I'm not going to do it. He has struggled a ton recently. Uh, don't think it's a necessary route to go on this slate. And then I probably won't play any Padres bats. Uh, maybe a Hosmer is a one-off if you pick one bat, but uh, I really don't want to be playing Padres bats in this spot that much. Last game of the slate, we have the Arizona Diamondbacks, the San Francisco Giants. This is seven total here with Clay Buckholtz and Madison Bumgarner. And man, what a time to be alive. We have Clay Buckholtz cost more than Madison Bumgarner. This is a thing on Fantasy Draft, 19.7K for Buckholtz, 18.1K for Bumgarner. DraftKings, similar situation, 10K for Buckholtz, 9K for Bumgarner. And then on FanDuel, 9.1K for Buckholtz, and Bumgarner is 100 more at 9.2K. Just a crazy sight to see. So, uh... Yeah, but Colts has been good. Uh, I don't know how to explain it. I'm not playing him. I'm not. I don't think it's worth pe- spending on him. There's other guys I'd rather spend up with that I've already talked about. So I will pass on Buckholtz. No thanks. Same with Bumgarner. Already guys in the similar range that I've talked about. I have enough of them. Carrasco, Morton, and there was someone else I mentioned uh, pretty recently. Oh, like Flaherty. I'd rather play those guys. Take a chance at their upside and be like double the field on them rather than roster these two. Sure, they're in a good ballpark against uh, you know offenses like the Giants. Not a great offense. Diamondbacks' offense is a lot better, but they did struggle yesterday and obviously. Uh, get a bad ballpark downgrade going into San Francisco, but I think this game is unnecessary. I normally cross off the San Francisco game a lot. Uh, I'm probably crossing it off again. So to summarize the slate, uh, talk about some of these pitchers in the high end I like. I like Carrasco, Morton, and Flaherty. Obviously, I like Max Scherzer. If I have the money on him, I want to spend on him. But Carrasco is the best option, the most optimal play in that 10K range if you're forced to pick. And then uh, Scherzer, he's obviously, it just depends on what's gonna, how things are going to work with your money, right? Uh, if you pay up for Scherzer, you know, I think he's a great play, someone will want to go to. But it just depends what that extra $2,000 gets you with, you know, kind of your builds and your cash games. I think that's kind of the route uh, you're looking at with the high up options 
options. In the mid-tier, I talked about Lance Lynn. I think he's a really good uh, mid-tier option that you have to consider. I like Julio Tejeman a little bit. He's more of a tournament play for me, though. Uh, I think he's someone that you can be considering on the slate. And then, uh, yeah, I talked about that Neo Ramirez guy. I think he's a really good tournament option that you can consider. I don't know if on DraftKings people are going to do it because he's 4.1K and just say, hey, there's strikeout upside and the Rockies are, you know, one of the, uh, you know, worst, not that the worst teams on the road, but they're a bottom five team on the road. So, uh, yeah, there could be some strikeout upside there. Maybe people consider that in cash games, but I don't know. So, overall, those are kind of some of the pitchers that I'm looking at. Looking at the, uh, you know, stacks of the day, I kind of talked about them a little bit. Uh, Dodgers and Red Sox are my favorite stacks to obviously like. Uh, I think, uh, you know, of the of the teams above six uh, with the implied totals, those are the Dodgers, the Red Sox, and the Yankees. Uh, that's kind of the order I'd play them. I'd go Dodgers first, um, Red Sox second, and then Yankees uh, third. If if you are telling me that all the chalk is going on the Dodgers and the Red Sox going to be more on your own, though, I'd rather be more overweight on the Red Sox instead because, hey, the Red Sox offense is absolutely incredible. And uh, I'd rather be overweight on the, uh, you know, the team that's uh, the second highest team rather than the first highest. So, yeah kind of think that's the route I'm going. Those are two of my favorite offenses on the day. If you look at some of the other teams that don't have, a, you know, as bigger totals, we'll talk about that Brewers-Reds game. I think that's a phenomenal game game stack spot. Uh, love the Brewers offense. I think they're a team to consider. Indians are a good play, but they're probably going to end up falling, uh, you know, just falling out of my player pool uh, because they always do, it seems like. Uh, just like the Red Sox and Dodgers a lot more, so I don't think I'll be playing too many of them. I uh, like the Blue Jays offense. Uh, didn't talk about them enough, but I think they are in a really good spot. They're going to be a team I look to roster as well. And then, uh, yeah, I think that wraps it up. There's some other good offenses here, but those are some of my uh, offenses that I'm looking to target on this slate. But again, like I said, that wraps up the slate for you guys. If you ever have any questions, give me a follow on Twitter. It's at Travis Mangone. It's T-R-A-V-I-S-M-A-N-G-O-N-E. Happy to answer some questions for you guys leading up the lineup block if you have any questions about one-offs. So... But again, that wraps up the slate. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow breaking things down. Good luck in your contest tonight, and hopefully you guys can take down a tournament. See you guys later. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock, like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 Tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. Right now, you can get both Sprint's unlimited plan and the all-new Samsung Galaxy S10 included for just $35 per month per line for five lines. All you need is approved credit and 24-month installment billing. No trade-in required. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Phone $15 no a month after $22.50 a month credit. Apply within two bills of cancel early remaining amounts due. Unlimited basic after 630 20 Pay $32 per month per line for five lines with auto pay data deprioritization during congestion. Speed maximums. Use rules and restrictions apply. 